I think that's what one I think their mama used it for that. They put it in the tub, and then the other two just put it right on them. I was like, see, your, your mama old school. She need that retire whole shirt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably still put the powder in her shirt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sarkaric. This is Sarkaric. Can't right now. I can't think right now. Okay. What's <laughs> up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to the Tequila and Champagne Podcast. We <laughs> train your favorite host, Sailor Ron, my co-host, Pablo. Say what's up to him. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is your boy, Pablo, a.k.a. Grandma's favorite grandson, a.k.a. Pod's gift, a.k.a. the Pod Boss. I got so many damn names, man. I don't even know anymore, man. But King Midas, we here, baby. I saw carrying his SMG, the gang. Yeah, gang, 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 gang. Yeah, and shout out to Baby Butter because I'm using the Yoni scent oil right now. You feel me? Didn't even realize. I was just putting it on. I was like, oh, yeah, this is you. Uh, yeah. Oh, and body parts, you know what I'm saying? Still available. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a little bit about what we talked about last time. Um, it's definitely going to play into this podcast today. I definitely told y'all that money is the motivation. You feel me? So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But first, we'd like to start out with the Hey Jester. Yes, ma'am. Oh, how about that? Hey Jester, sprinkles. Can't afford a sizzle yet, but we're going to get it. And uh, to warn everybody, there is some graphic language in this one. So a lady. No warning. Y'all been listening long enough. Y'all need no more warnings. This is this is for the YouTube executives. This is uh, graphic language on this one, people. Um, <laughs> so a lady wrote into Essex, you know, Essence magazines, and <laughs> the title of it, of the letter is "Intimacy Intervention." My husband uses racial slurs during sex. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. You ready? My my man keeps calling me nigger bitch. <laughs> See, after I paused, I knew she was gonna laugh. She got no damn sense. Yeah, go ahead. All right. My man keeps calling keeps calling me a nigger bitch during sex, and I hate it. Hmm. I have been I have been married for a year and I am at my wits' end. My investment banker husband is from a white, old money family. I am a first generation black American woman whose family is from the island of Jamaica. We met at a reunion for the Ivy League school that we both attended. He proposed six months later. We have a picture perfect fantasy life. He wines and dines me. We travel, shop. Unlike all the other black men I've dated in the past. My husband is generous, loyal, committed, considerate. He courted me and I never have to pay for anything. He said I can quit my job and I did. He makes me feel like a woman. The only issue she has, he keeps saying nigger bitch when he's fucking her. 
Yeah, you know, the more the more it goes on, it's not very funny. Oh, it was never funny to begin with. Damn. That shit is like, wow. Like you allow it. Like that's the part that's funny. Um mm-hmm. is there a question that follows or um, you just no, I just put that up and people were giving their opinion on what's going on. And it's like, why she let it go on for a year? And, you know, um, does she like it? It's just a uh, yeah. slave master fetish. Like, like what's going on? Uh-huh. Like, what's going on in the household? And why you had to downgrade black men in, in the process? This could have just kept, yeah, this, that kept that out. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like she had to downgrade black men in the process. I don't feel like all black men are the same. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just the ones that you met. Mm-hmm. One they probably cancers. Most likely, Capricorn mm-hmm. spring in there somewhere. But listen, um, you know, yeah, no. How you gonna be first generation straight from? You know what I'm saying? Like home, and you like allowing any part of that? Uh, I'm very confused. Unless, you know what I'm saying? Like you into BDSM and, you know, degradation is your thing. Um, But I'm just wondering if at some point that's going to like bleed over into reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, like what if y'all out somewhere and he say that and it's just like, you're going to have to defend that (laughs) in some sort of way. And that's going to make you look so fucking dumb. Or yeah. the right person hear him, he just wanted to defend himself, you know. I mean, same, but y'all gonna be together. And yeah. if y'all sitting together, everybody looking at your black ass, wondering why you not doing nothing, and that's who you came with. Like, sis. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that the white man get a pass. That's just um just used to that, <laughs> I guess. I don't I don't know. Not to say that it could, but I'm just that makes me, it definitely makes me wonder, but some part of you got to be okay with it. Yep. Yeah. Some people said that too. What else they say? Uh, let's see. Uh, it, it got heavy on here. It's like 44 comments. Um, oh, just, yeah, just give it like maybe, I don't know, two, three. Um, uh, Shay LeBron said, degradation at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a difference between being loved and being fetished. Uh-huh. Um, sis got some self-esteem issues. We'll allow him to say that. Um, that's why I don't deal with white men. I, I, I don't want to be fetishized. Um, I'd rather just stay with my N-words. Mm. This is this is blowing my mind right now. That's not love. Point blank period. Uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. that's what an oddity. <laughs> yeah. Like if I heard it out in public, it's so outlandish. I was I would swear it's like a, a prank show. Like it, it couldn't be real. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he he just what he said? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like Shay. He 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 said nigga bitch. He said no, he did. He ain't said it. <laughs> it's bad enough he said bitch, but he said nigga bitch. He <laughs> didn't say trigger. Right? Bitch. I don't know anything. It's like, hmm. 
it would just be like super confused. It would just be confusing. I mean, I mind my own business too at the same time, but that's, that'd be super confusing. Uh, oh, loyalty first says black women disappoint me because they allow this to happen. He said they, they allow stuff like this to happen just so they can be out. Oh. Well, I mean, don't be disappointed. You maybe you need to help your sister. You feel me? Maybe she don't, you know what I'm saying? Maybe where she come from, how she was raised, all that, you know, plays a part into it. You know what I mean? So, you know. Mm, Heidi. <laughs> she's, a white wo- she's a white woman. She oh. says, if he disappears, in quotations, you get mm-hmm. his money, girl, and you can be happy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) First of all, I'm really confused because it's like there's no part of you that had an inkling that he say shit like that before y'all got married. What Ivy League school did y'all go to? Like, what part of you, you know, said a lot of shit is okay, and you just went along with this as well? Because I don't I don't think that this is like the first thing that's happening to you that you felt like you had to be okay with. Especially you married to a white man with white old money too at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't know if you staying because the coins is cute, but you know, if it beats at your self-respect, like you should you should move on. You should move on. A lot of people do that. They just stay, you know, because yeah. they're they're comfortable, you know. So they'll she'll take that's why she that's why she that's why she listed all those 15, 11 joints there, like we go around the world. We buy everything. I quit my job because all that, you know, the one bad thing about him, he says, "Nigga, bitch." That's okay with you. And I'm sorry. You let nigger, make up. Nigger, for... bitch. It's not. It's not the A. It's the E R. It's nigger, bitch. Let me let me get that right. It looked the same to me on paper. It does. Like I, but it's so so it's harsh to hit the ER. Like my mouth didn't say it. That's why I kept saying nigga. Like nigga bitch. Like that flows better anyway. I, I don't say the ER. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh you know. <laughs> yeah. So it now it's like really starting to make sense. Like, yeah, you like your lifestyle. I understand yep. that. But again, if it <laughs> if it do something for your self-respect, then that's that's really fucked up. You know what I mean? And then it makes me think about the other family members and how they look at your whole black ass family. Like, yeah. So I don't and, know. And where is your Jamaican family at? Shit, they probably still Jamaican or shit. Because I, I, I know I know I know the shotters don't take that. Like they would have heard that. Somebody disappearing. Listen, I don't know. Some part of her had to do what she had to do to get in the position that she in. So she let a lot of shit slide. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you let a lot of shit slide until it got to this point where you allow your husband to call you nigger or bitch, <laughs> you know? I'm sorry that you went through whatever the fuck you went through that got you processing shit psychologically that way. But um, I'll pray for you. <laughs> I, I think she's from, like, the dirt roads of Jamaica. You know what awesome. I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I mean like, and she's like, I'm never going back there again. Possibly. You know, yeah. and so she took her man saying nigga bitch. Like she went it. to like, a school, you know. Right, what I'm you saying? know what I mean? Yeah, like she left fucking Jamaica. It's like, I'm never coming back here. Y'all bullshit yeah. too long. Yeah. Y'all y'all too comfortable. I'm over here. So yeah. 
It's just pray for the, the lady. I mean, it just maybe she just projected a little too far on what she felt like she had to do. You know what I mean? And then whatever fucked up relationships that she had with black men, um, just try again, sis. <laughs> yeah, yeah unlike the the black man, I man, yeah, come on, yo, he didn't say that. You gotta let that go, cause that's when y'all fucking. I can't imagine like more, you know. <laughs> hey, like them, them trips around the world. He's saying nigga bitch in in them resorts. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, but. cause you don't get to stop being black at any point. So, yeah, he might refer to you that way too. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, live your lifestyle. That works for you. You ain't the only one out there, so don't feel bad. It's a bunch of bitches that do stupid shit like that. that I mean, he had yeah. his friend's house. He like, I gotta go home to the nigga bitch. Mm. Mm. I'm sure that conversation came up. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. had to come home. I had to go home to the nigga bitch. Or maybe his friends say that and he gets that from them and something about that he gotta let it go. <sighs> Yeah, maybe maybe his dad said it. He just stuck. Yeah, somebody need to pull the lid on the on the subconscious. Oh man, so yeah, yeah. take care of yourself, please. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I have this uh, video from another podcast. Um, Yeah, man, I, I see the I see the TikToks. In uh, the reels, making fun of uh, male podcasts and how they, you know, all they do is bash women. And I was yeah. like, bro, it, it can't be that real. Um, but yeah, somebody sent me this and they said, I better not have this on Sarkarigan's network. I'm like, you have nothing to worry about because even the toxicology yeah. report is not that bad. Um, no, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we have fun with y'all. Like, so. Yeah. But yeah, so let's see if I can get this right the first time. <laughs> she says, I got a good job. I make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo. <laughs> like, who wants you? Who wants you? You're right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is, is these, because I, and this is the thing. I'm not blaming Dude, the women. women are gonna hate him for that shit. Like, they're <laughs> gonna hate him for that. I can't wait me. to put this shit out. They should love me. And the title was uh, "High Earning Women Are Less Attractive." That's the title. That was the title of that video. Is it oh. "High Earning Women Are Less Attractive"? Um. Why? I don't know. I I, I like women with money. Um. I don't know what yeah. the fuck going on. <laughs> uh, but that's that. That's the gender role of the man being, you know, the provider. So, so if Shay is the, you know, if Shay making two hundred and fifty, and he's making only a hundred. He feels a way, you know what I mean? Because he feels like he's not the one in front. You are. <laughs> you put me there. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I met a woman 
she, I think one of the married women I slept with. Uh, shout out hey, to her. shout out to married women. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she doesn't want to pay any bills. Like she, she, yeah, like I mean, like she'd rather put everything into one joint account and let the man pay the bills. So it doesn't matter who makes the most. We just put the bill money in one place, and you take care of the bills, and then the leftover is the leftover, right? And then we just do that shit like family trips and all that and things that and third. I love that idea, you know. Like <laughs> nobody needs to know who's in front. Until, you know, unless we're in the house. You and I know that we're a team. Like, we go outside. They don't they don't know fucking know who who's the, the fucking uh, person. Like, if I work at McDonald's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you were fucking CEO of a company. They don't need to know which is who is who. <laughs> if they can they tell who is who. They want to look it up and see who is who. I mean, but again, when it comes to, like, you know, somebody being ahead or in front or whatever, that's where you place them. You know what I'm saying? That's some internal processing and shit. Um, <laughs> but money don't have nothing to do with like dedicated roles, you know what I'm saying, between each other either. Doesn't mean that you have to provide any less because your wife makes, you know, any more or whatever. So I don't know. It's just, that's a, that's, that's not the one for me. I'm not going to put all my fucking money into nothing with anybody, okay? First of all, <laughs> it's a no. Uh, sure, you want some bill money in this account? Okay, but like I said, I got my other like accounts and shit. Like, do you, are you counting my dollars? No. No, you're not doing that. So if you was married, you would have a secret account? It's not a secret. I have a different account. Okay. So, so you'll... Accounts, uh, so maybe that can be the secret, but yeah. So I have an account, you have an account, mm-hmm. and we have a joint account. Sure. You have another account outside of that other one that I know about. Man, what I do with the rest of my money is my business. Okay. What, We're what married. is necessary? We're married. Okay? And what's necessary for this joint account is what's going in there. What I do with the rest of my money is my business. It's the same for you. But as long as we know that we have joint things that we got to take care of and we put, you know what I'm saying? We set the money in the account for that, then that's fine. Like, mm. but I'm not counting your money. I don't care about being married to you. That's why they love you. This is exactly why they love you. How many accounts I have in whatever countries and whatever. That's my fucking business. Bro, I promise you. you yeah. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Every Saturday afternoon, I get a text message or a DM saying, I fucking love Shay. Because you say <laughs> something on here that touches somebody's heart. That right there is going to touch somebody's heart. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I also understand, like, you know, the difference is, like, you know, I, I grew up different. You know what I mean? And some other women were raised different, you know? Um, I was definitely the type to teach myself everything besides, you know, being independent. And my mom always said, like, you need to make sure that you have your own money because you don't want to be with someone married to them and they up and leave you for whatever reason they feel. And then you have nothing. And yeah. So since I was like 13, like that's been on my mind. So, yeah, I'm not going to do that. My money is my money. Hell no, that'd be a privilege to know how much how much money I got. Shit. Nigga gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm kind of that way. Um, 
yeah, I'll I'll pay all the bills. I do all that, like because I don't want it to be I get dependent on you, and then you leave. And then I'm like, oh shit, now what? Because the half left, I don't, and I don't know how I get the other half. So yeah, well, I, I asked my ex on that episode. Nigga <laughs> 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 had to boss the fuck up. Okay, you're welcome. Look at you making people bosses. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yep, hinder you, then leave you. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't be like them, y'all. <laughs> uh, it's funny. This is why they say we're mean. This is exactly why I promise you. What did I say that was mean just now? You, nigga. You just said you left this nigga and forced him to boss up, which means he was fucked up for a little bit till he had to figure it out. Also sounds like the best part of his life. Yeah. I don't think the fucked up part is the best part of his life. It is the best part. That's the lesson. That's how you learn. Okay. That's a good story for his kids and his grandkids. Like, yo, I came from here. Okay. Yeah. That's when a nigga was cooking. Yes. Had to figure it out. Had to think. Critically, quickly. <laughs> yeah, and the nigga got his shit together. You know what I'm saying? Hey, good for you. Shout out to them, man. He got it together. Um, but yeah. So uh, this week's episode <laughs> is about bossing up. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, you know, whether you're forced. Or you just decide you're just gonna boss the fuck up because you're tired of living in you know mm-hmm. where you're living at and yeah man um, Shay's out here you know reading books and shit you know pretty girls read you know what I mean hashtag pretty girls read let's go um, <laughs> yeah we hashtag pretty girls read okay ask me anything okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this. Hey, shit, that's going to be a shirt, too. Pretty girls read. Let's go. <laughs> but if you don't feel like reading, you know what I'm saying, you can catch a lot of books on Audible. Um, mm-hmm. Things like $4.99 a month right now. But anyway, so I was listening to Rick Ross's The Perfect Day to Boss Up. Mm. It's about 21 chapters, but if you listen to it, it's like three and a half hours long. So, yeah, I'm into, yeah, it's, a, it's not bad, you know what I mean? Like, the narrator, you can see, like, he trying, <laughs> but it should have just been Rick Ross. I'm about to say, it should have just been Ross. It should have just, because now it's like, you're just trying to sound like him. So, it's like, at first, it's like, you know, it was a little hard for me to get into, because I was just like, listen at this, baby. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you read your own books, people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like to read, you know what I'm saying? You may want to listen to it on the drive or whatever. But yeah, anyway. So um yeah, the first thing that I took down that, that he said was um your goals don't give a fuck about your excuses. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That shit hit hard. So pretty much he referenced um Michael Jordan when he had got the flu. But he still played, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, uh, quote unquote flu. Yeah, or Tiger Woods, how he still played with a broken leg, 
You know what I'm saying? What he's saying is like they had all the excuses to give up right then, stop. It would have been all right. Since they didn't, persevered, they won. You know what I'm saying? Got the championship, won a little whatever golf is. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I was going to say whatever the little certificates they get. Those uh, <laughs> me out checks. But it, I mean, it definitely hits hard, though. I mean, because that was the goal. You know what I'm saying? Winning was definitely the goal. So, yeah, your goals don't give a fuck about your excuses. Um, and I do see how he could probably offend some people because of the things that he be talking about that he got. You know what I mean? As far as like mansions and like, you know, cars and like all of that shit. So you can listen to it and be like, I wish this nigga would shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? But if you have like another point of view, you know what I'm saying? It's like, do you want to be that person that's in position to be able to talk about the shit that they got, like horses and cars and mansions and shit like that? So um, what I was going to ask you was, what does it mean to you (laughs) if someone asks you, are you going to be a donkey or a bronco? Donkey or a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a, a donkey. It's like the, it's the workhorse, like they the burrow that makes them niggas work constantly over and over to the fucker die and keep going. And you know a Bronco. I guess it's like a, a show pony or whatever. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Only Bronco I know the football team, but um. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm I I'm a hard worker at heart. Like, um, I don't want nobody to do nothing for me. Like, mm. if I if I ask a question, I don't want you to tell me the answer. I want you to show me how to get to the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I also I stand out in front as mm-hmm. a hard worker. You know what I mean? So I, I'm the example for the people behind me that you know I'm not sitting back watching y'all work. I'm working with y'all. So yeah. I guess a little bit of both. You yeah. say. Um, yeah, I got the the, the work ethic of a, of a a donkey, but I'm I'm out front like a bronco. That's my answer. I'm sticking with it. I would just call you the bronco since you're the leader. If that's okay. What I'm up to how it sounds like. What you're saying, <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? You don't just want to be like, you know, just a work donkey or whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just having like a view, an outside view to anything that you may be talented in, like. Want to try, enjoy all of that shit. But um, another thing was um, that people are too obsessed with the finished product and not the process that it takes to lead to the champagne toast. <laughs> we toasted champagne at the award show when we won, too, baby. Let's okay. go. Okay, <laughs> yeah. They didn't see that year. They didn't see the year before, you know what I mean? Stressing. Taking videos down, having conversations and meetings, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I like the process though. I like the hard part, you know. That's why I say for my ex, like you're welcome, because you know, without all of that, without that heart, you know, I'm just like, what was she gonna do? You had to figure it out. I like the part about figuring it out. I like when it's hard, because like something good gonna come out of it, but. Knowing the process, it's like you can teach so much to so many others and put other people in position. So, yeah, 
definitely listen to that book on Audible. Um, and also, <laughs> some people don't deal with adversity well. Oh, yeah. Because they don't go through the hard part, you know? So they don't know how to react to the hard part. So I guess it was a necessary evil for you to, to do what you did, but... Yeah, a lot of people don't deal with adversity, so. <laughs> Perseverance through adversity. What you going to do? You know, you kind of learn what kind of person you are, too. Motherfucker gave up and just, you know, went to stay at his granny house. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know stay a couple months. And then. <laughs> if it happens again, Figured he doesn't panic. Yeah, he don't panic now because he's like, oh, shit, I've been here before. Let's go. He might, he might be sitting there like, I'm tired of being here, but mm-hmm. I've been here before. We can get out of this, so. I'm sure whatever he's doing is working for him. Um, yeah. But see, yeah, you're welcome. So yeah, that'll work. So you know what? So with the with the letter that her husband probably should keep calling her nigga bitch. So she can get, get up out of there. To get up out of there. Oh, okay. Look how it came full circle. Boss mm. up. <laughs> This is why we pod, people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is why we. This is definitely why we pod. Yeah. Give me the um the other list that you got. The list that I got. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time again for Pablo's list. Y'all see the fireworks going on? <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh from insperity.com top 10 traits of great bosses okay all right number one i'm doing it in order now for people who are listening number one <laughs> oh, you listening in order <laughs> <laughs> Without honesty, there's no trust. Without trust, what do you have? Honest communication helps navigate roadblocks, provides clear direction, and allows employees to have a better confidence in their leader. Hmm. Yeah, I'm 110% with everybody. Uh, if the shit didn't work, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> what about the one-man show, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Okay. About the one man show. I mean, they still got to orchestrate their own, so. They do. Yeah. Y'all got to put some with some. Y'all got to call the right people. But you have to also be honest with yourself. You know, like yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta know. Yeah, this is. I'm not. You know, this is not working. You know what I mean? Like some things just don't work and then it's time to pivot. Some people mm-hmm. don't know when to pivot and that's when they fuck up. So, yeah. Um, like me, like Sarkarigans was a music blog when I first started it. It didn't work. People weren't people weren't reading it like they, like they used to because people stopped reading blogs after a while. So yeah. I, I had, right, you know what I mean? I had to pivot. So I pivoted to something that people are doing now. People are listening. People are watching. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Definitely manifested this. So. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, speaking of, like, when we went up to the radio station, the DJ, yeah. me and him went to school together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, it was trade school, one high school. Uh, we went to school together, and before we got on the air, he he's like, yo, let me be real with you. Was this what you was talking about when we was in school? And I said, yeah. He jumped out of his chair. <laughs> it's like, you uh-huh. motherfucker. Like, yeah. yo. And then he told everybody in the room, like, yo, y'all do not understand. Like, he's been talking about Sarkarigans yeah. for like 12 years. A good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what's so, up. I'm glad that you got to see that reaction, too. And just yeah. to somebody was definitely listening to you when you was talking. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two. The ability to mentor staff and provi- provide resources. Okay. That's kind of self-explanatory. Mm. No? Yeah. I mean, if you break it down, you mm. know what I'm saying, then yeah, I could definitely see that. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just putting people in position when yes. you try to create something. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, so it says managers strive to hire employees who already are skilled in the requirements um, needed. Seldom does a manager need to teach employees, but a great boss is able to teach an employee whether they know the skill or not. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. because a great boss knows all aspects of whatever the company has going on. You got to know some of everything about (laughs) everything. So yeah, that's definitely a great boss. Yeah. I'm not toot my own horn, but 70% of Sarkarigans did not have a podcast before Sarkarigans. I'm just going to say that out loud. <laughs> throw, it, throw it out there one more time. 70% okay. of Sarkarigans. Part of the 70%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 70% of Sarkarigans did not have a podcast before Sarkarigans. I mean, kind of, but no. Yeah. yeah. Might as well say, yeah, because it was, <laughs> uh, all right, next. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Who's that? Fuck no. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, the ability to motivate. Some some niggas don't want to do this shit every day. Yeah. Only the boss wants to do this shit every day. Because like you said, you told me before, like, they can... It's, it's your dream. People just have to respect it. Mm-hmm. So if you respect it, that don't mean you're necessarily motivated to live someone else's dream because everybody has their own dream. So to motivate somebody to do something every day that they don't want to do, it's kind of fucking hard. I mean, it depends on the incentive. True. So it may not be that hard, but as far as being a motivating person, you know, um, it just, it comes with personality. It says that. It says you need to listen to their interests and effectively identify and capitalize their strengths and partner that with what helps them find their opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. Pretty much get to know them. <laughs> yeah, that's it for the most part. Yeah. Number four, a high EQ. Emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. That comes with, you know, hours and all of that shit. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely got to read the room. You definitely got to read the room because you can have a group of people here. They give the example you have boomers, Gen X people, Zennials, mm-hmm. millennials, Gen Z people all in the same room. Mm-hmm. And you can't say to a millennial, you know, stop your bitching, you know, because when I was young, you can't say that to them while they're at work. Like, that shit don't fly. I understand that. You know, I guess it just depends on how you enter the room. You know what I'm saying? If you walk in, I don't give a fuck what color you are, how old you are, your height, your gender, if you got three nipples or not. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm about to treat all y'all the same. Okay. I care if you have three nipples. I, I do. If you got three nipples, I, I may need to see it. I'm not sure. Um, that sounds like some form of harassment. Where do you work? Hey, so, so this media group. <laughs> Where the boss is the HR. Oh, it's oh, God. Hey, y'all, no. <laughs> but, you know, it's a dangerous place to be. Oh, you part of the one man show. <laughs> That's why I couldn't answer it. That's why I couldn't answer when you asked. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, number five, mm, trust. In order? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we still in order. Number five, trust. Employees need to trust their boss to have their best professional interests at heart. Of course, in combination with their best interests for the company, it has to coincide. And then, hmm. and then on the flip side, a boss must trust their employees. That's that's where I'm struggling with, right? <laughs> I'm struggling with that, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Yep, therapy is helping out a whole lot. I'm just letting you know. Um, that they make the right choices. Because and you know, in the beginning, I promise y'all, I was about to implode this bitch like four times already. It's about, <laughs> about, about to be me and Shay. I promise you. <laughs> it's about to be me and Shay, and that's it. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> but I had to trust the process that it will figure itself out. So, yeah, trust. Um, yeah. Number six. This is where you say I have a little issue. Uh, the willingness to deliver open and honest feedback. Mm. So all of us have weaknesses and room for growth, but many will never recognize this unless it is brought to the light by someone else. Too often are we silent when we see room for improvement in others for fear of hurting someone else's feelings. Hmm. Um, yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> best thing to do honestly is just to rip the band-aid and you know like say what you got to say to people um because y'all never want to like prolong shit Mm -hmm. you know that could be like confusing but yeah i mean what like what like (laughs) what are they gonna do hit you (laughs) some people hit their boss oh well i've seen it on tv some people hit their boss 
The ability to inspire. A great boss is someone who inspires the employees to be their best selves. They should be able to identify their employees' best qualities and bring it out of them. I mean, a boss's ability to inspire. I mean, that 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 comes from the ability to be inspired. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be <laughs> someone that just wants to like, you know, when it comes to a boss over employees, it's like just okay, I want I need everybody to get this or whatever, whatever. whatever. But like, no, you gotta be able to catch glimpses of life and be inspired by things yourself to want to be able to teach that in a way unless you're just begging for them to act like their inspiration is real i don't know i don't know that's a that's an interesting one but it goes both ways i think to be a boss you got to be able to do all of the same things that you're asking for yeah (laughs) number eight self-awareness the most important skill (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the most important skill of a leader can have today. Oh, I've read that all wrong. The most important skill a leader can have today is self-awareness. This may seem simple, but just because someone has a title doesn't mean they intu- intuitively know how to lead people. Very fucking true. Very fucking true. Very fucking true. Very fucking true. Yeah. Some people don't know how to talk to people, you know? Meet anybody level, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people on a human level, you know. How would you like to be talked to? Can you, you know, offer feedback or whatever without seeming like an asshole? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely skills to being like a really, really good boss. The willingness to learn what employees need. Yeah, I need some new color supplies. We all have two kinds of needs. Practical mm-hmm. and personal. Mm-hmm. Our practical needs are ways to track our progress and agree on a level of performance. While personal needs are to feel valued, involved, and supported. Any boss who understands this and takes care of each employee's needs is will be a fantastic boss. Do I take care of your needs? What do I need? I don't know. Then no. Nothing plus nothing is nothing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo. Uh, Don't ever ask Shay, okay? (laughs) Shay's on the island by herself, people. Okay. I am a good boss, okay? <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I said I need some new color supplies and more color books in room two. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get on Amazon tomorrow. I got you. you want color pencils or, or you want crayons? Uh, well, since you asked me, both. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> 64 pack? With the eraser yeah. in the back? Or what? Huh? Or you but, get an eight pack with nothing. 
Man, I need I need something with that rice running back. I'll take okay. this pack. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Still coming in some little carrying case. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See a good boss will make sure that you had the sharpener in the pack. Gotcha. We got you. Don't worry about thoughtful. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and when it, when it gets to your house, you better take a picture of it and pack our carriages. Drop a big ass SMG. Okay. All right. And uh, <laughs> number ten, compassion. Great leaders are compassionate when praising success or addressing challenges. They know compassion is expressed verbally and non-verbally. They can sense the emotions going around them. They understand that the demands on the employees go beyond the organization. And there is an awareness that every employee fulfills multiple roles inside and outside the organization. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I have started like a like an appreciation, you know, like an employee appreciation thing every month. I started that shit on my own just because we would have like a lot of parties and like lunches and shit like that. So yeah, definitely started that. That was cool. Um, you know, high morale, you know what I'm saying, is definitely <laughs> a factor because if they bored and it's gonna show everywhere. So, yeah, but you know, incentives, you know, I'm around all that stuff, high praises, you know, um, dedicated, dedicated, um, 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 what the fuck am I trying to say? Like those performance things, like where they check your performance, like oh, you evaluations, know, yeah, yeah. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Evaluation stuff like that, just to let you know like what areas you can grow in, even if you're doing well. Yeah, stuff like that. I think I'm going to do that. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm yeah. gonna circle back the right. uh, the the donkey or the bronco question. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? Uh, I definitely say I'm the bronco. You know. I can do just as much work as the donkey. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm uh, just want to do it different. Yeah. So uh, yeah, whatever, whichever one is the rebellion, and that's the one I think. <laughs> that's the well, both well, both of them are stubborn, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, teachable and you know, alone, majestic. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> just finessing their way through life yeah 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 manifesting okay. yeah. All, right. Uh, all, right. all right let's see I, I got two more. I got two questions actually okay. um, what job did you have the worst boss at Us. 
Um, probably when I was in the military. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. A whole bunch of chiefs. Plenty of Indies. So a bunch of chiefs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my worst boss. He came in from Florida. I was stationed in Washington. Came in out of nowhere, like did not like anything about me. Like was always looking for me when I had finessed my way through, you know what I'm saying? Creating my own job. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> a boss. Yeah, and I made my own hours. He he fucking hated the shit out of me and kicked me out of a unit, put me in another one. So I lost my my finesse position. But um, yeah, that was my worst boss ever. He just didn't like me. Mm. Yeah, mine was at a call center. Uh, he just he wanted everybody to bow down. Right, soon as he come, soon he came on the floor, people just. Stop what they doing. Look at him like I'm me, you know. He 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 dressed like like a flashy hood nigga, but we didn't a call center. Like bro, like relax. Um, yeah. He still had like he still had musical ringtones. Like he had like the Migos as a ringtone. He, he's one of those type of people. Um, and if anybody anybody who worked with me know exactly what I'm talking about. Soon I said the Migos ringtone because. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's probably the worst boss I ever had. So, um, Man, what era do you live in? Like, right, do you buy that ringtone from Chameleon Air? Um, like, oh, yeah, people don't come for me because I posted a post. Okay, it wasn't my post, I posted a post. Okay, I posted a post at Chameleon Air, like on uh, floor side, and the mm-hmm. caption said. How this nigga still got money to sit courtside? How many ringtones did y'all buy from him? And they came at me like he's actually a millionaire. I like I know this. I'm yes. just How to- many ringtones did he sell? Okay, <laughs> the fuck. The chameleonaire got two albums. Okay, and a hundred fifty thousand ringtones. How did he get courtside seats? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's a businessman. He did that. He a boss in his yeah. own right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's worth 50 million. How much you worth? I was like, bro, don't, don't come in like that. Okay, relax. Okay, no one, no one said anything was wrong with black man being worth 50 million dollars. Okay. Right. But yeah. 5 million. Okay. <laughs> I see y'all asking, you know, how many um consoles did Soldier Boy sell? I mean, a pair of shoes that he just like, but that nigga is a boss. He's smart about a lot of different things that y'all don't see. So you know, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he let Soulja Boy tell it. He he sold one hundred fifty thousand. Like, oh, <laughs> so, I believe him. I believe him. It didn't have to be in America, but I believe right. Him. Yeah, he sold him somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's somebody in the United States that has his his, his shoes, his game, his everything. So yeah, Soulja Boy's a boss. Just don't yeah, need no music, please. Don't yeah. Music. Yeah. But hate number saying he's not from Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, nigga, he was going off. <laughs> he ain't gonna call me in at the ESA like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Atlanta. I'm from... What? Hey, nigga, you from Mississippi. Let it go. What? Right. <laughs> so, that's just like Brandy and Ray J. They, they don't never say Mississippi. They always say LA, but it's cool. Oh, no, y'all some... Y'all miss y'all. Y'all got Mississippi right. y'all. Y'all. Yeah, Mississippi y'all. Especially y'all daddy. Right. 
y'all. No disrespect. Just saying Mississippi, I love y'all. Well, that's not a disrespect. Y'all some niggas yeah. from Mississippi. You let yeah. Ray J say he from Carson. That's all. <laughs> fine, Ray J. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. You know. Will, Willie fine. Ray Norwood Jr. Come on, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It ain't Willie Ray. You you are not from Carson, girl. <laughs> I cannot. But yeah, um, yeah, that's all I got. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna ask the second one. We can wait for next week because next week we got one for y'all. Next week, <laughs> you might get kicked off. You might get kicked off of YouTube next week. I don't know. Listen, you know what? Next week, next week gonna be real spicy, real interesting. I. I I'm about to learn some things, I think. So I think so. That's always a plus. Word on the street is they good at what they do. They say it only takes three minutes to make them do what they do. So till next time. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shout out to SMG Gang Gang Gang. If you don't fuck with us, you know what I'm saying? Definitely if I were them to listen to, we all got some interesting topics to discuss. Okay. Definitely get the merch. It's still up. You feel me? And um, follow us on tequila.champagne.pod on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can also find the YouTube links on Sarkarrigans. It's just Sarkarrigans. Yeah, it's under Sarkarrigans. You know what I'm saying? Pick a choose. Um, oh, and we're on the Twitter. Talk to us. One on of us will talk back. Yeah, it's T A N D C pod. We're on, on the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, we're well, on the Twitter. Well, on the Twitter. I'm, yeah. I'm about to talk real reckless on there, too. I'm not going to mind no more. Score. Yeah, I might get yeah. back on Twitter just for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll be tagging you. I'll be tagging you. You do? Mm-hmm. On you my Twitter? Yeah, you probably don't know who, who tagging you. That's why you don't look at it, but yeah, that'd be me. I don't ever look at Twitter at all. I didn't even know. What's my name on Twitter? It's like Cupcake something. Oh, Wow. Yeah, all right. All right, leave it there. Okay, bye, (laughs) y'all. This is Sarkarik.